Hello, and welcome to the weekly sermon podcast of Harvest Church here in Elk Grove. We're excited to have you join us as we share God's message of hope and love. Each week, we bring you a new message from our pastors and guest speakers designed to inspire, uplift your spirits, and challenge you. Whether you're listening on your commute, at home, or on a walk, we hope these messages will bring you closer to God and help you on your faith journey. So without further ado, let's listen in. to introduce <laughs> I need to introduce to you this awesome and mighty woman of God this is my wife Elizabeth Garcia Smith Dr. Elizabeth Garcia Smith she's a doctor she's a woman of God she's a servant She's a woman of fire. She's the best preacher in our household. Praise God. Just a different flavor. Amen. Praise God. Just a different flavor. Yeah, amen. That's that chamoy. What's that spicy ice cream? Praise God. Baby, I love you. Preach the word. You make me proud. Amen. I love you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Give God some praise today in the house. Come on, somebody. I didn't say give me praise. I said give God some praise. If he's been good to you, if he's been good to you, some of you have been praying for this moment. You've been praying for your husbands to sit next to you. Come on, somebody. Come on, mothers in the house. Some of you have been praying for your children to be right next to you. God is good. He's faithful. He's answered your prayers. Come on, I think you could do better for Jesus. My God, come on. He gave you the very best. Hallelujah. Come on, say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Say hallelujah. Come on, you're saying I give you the highest praise. Hallelujah. When I give the highest praise to man, when I give the highest praise, come on to the San Francisco, you know, basketball team. No, no, no. We're going to give the highest praise to Jesus, the one that paid the price, the one that died on the cross. I don't know about you, but there was only one. There was only one. There was only one. If you didn't know, there was only one. There was only one. There was only one that died for me. I must worship. I must praise him. I must adore him. I will not be silent. Because he's been so good. You may be seated. You can get excited with me. I'm just going to tell you. If you didn't know, now you know. I'm a little loud. It's right. I'm completely confident in that. Jesus made me and gave me this personality. Hello, brother David. David is in the house today. Amen. Joanna, I see you. Come on. I remember not Sharon, but Jaron. Amen, mama. Happy Mother's Day. He made me. You know, you have your personality and I have mine and it's all good. And you know what? The best thing about it is that he made us all different with flavor. And we don't need to be the same. You don't need to be like me. I don't need to be like you. We just need to be who God made us. 
And that's the perfect version that God loves about you. We don't need any carbon copies of anyone. You need to be who God made you, beautifully, wonderfully made in the image of the Lord. I was all for free. Amen. <laughs> We're going to pray. But first, Pastor John, you did such an amazing job honoring the mothers this morning. Thank you. Wow. I was just boohooing over there. Man, a woman that fears the Lord. Man. I just want to say to all the mothers in the house, happy Mother's Day. For those that are watching online, happy Mother's Day. There's so much that we do. And I just want to speak for those for a minute. That those that their moms were not the greatest moms. Because I can't imagine that we're in the room and every, mom's was, every mother was great. Maybe your experience with your mother wasn't great. But I pray that today, even as Pastor Nelson was speaking about just different things of grieving. That you would allow your heart to be open and that the Holy Spirit today would bring healing to your soul. That you can release what was done and move forward. Sometimes moms just did the best they could. And sometimes they just weren't great moms. But it's all good because the Bible says that he's the father to the fathers. And he's also the mother to the motherless. And so God is with you. Emmanuel, God with us. So if you're ever grieving that, say, God, I give it to you. I give this to you. My prayer today that every one of us will leave here with the joy of the Lord, with the presence of God, and healed. One touch from the master. Sometimes it's just one touch. Why not here? Why not now? Amen. I want to honor Pastor John this morning, my pastor, for allowing me the blessing to come and preach the word of the Lord. I honor you, man of God. I thank you for trusting me with the body of Christ. I don't take it lightly. You are the precious bride of Jesus, and it is a privilege and an honor to stand before you. So, Pastor, I honor you. I thank you. I want to honor my mom, two moms. My mom and Pastor John's mom, my second mom. We honor you, Carmen Nedvaya and Rose Smith. We love you. We thank you. We wouldn't be here if you didn't birth us. <laughs> so we just want to say thank you. Are you guys ready for the word? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you praise. I give you glory. I thank you for the anointing upon my life. I thank you that you're with me, God. I thank you that I will not fear because you didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind, Father. I thank you that you will help me to deliver exactly what you want me to say today, Father. I give you glory. Open the ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. We thank you, God. Open the hearts to receive. Father, we break down every wall. Even as we sang today, every religious spirit, we break it down in the name of Jesus. We bind the enemy from bringing any distractions in the house today. We will receive all that you have for us to receive today. Enemy, you are under our feet. Today is a day of revelation, of understanding, of joy, of peace. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Nelson. Love ya. 
So we're going right into this word. I want to say that as I'm preaching this word today, I have been inspired by Apostle Maldonado. Several years ago, I was watching a sermon online, um, actually on TV, and he was speaking about the Holy Spirit. And man, I was just taking some notes. I want to give honor to whose honor is due. So this word is inspired, of course, by the word of God, my life things that God has taught me, things that I'm walking, but also as I watch this man of God taking notes, so I want to give credit to who credit's due. Also, come on, Norman Robinson, as I've been teaching on the Holy Spirit for many, many years, many, many years teaching on the power, the presence, the person, the work, the personality, come on, of the Holy Spirit, taking notes. He writes a tremendous workbook on the Holy Spirit, who the Holy Spirit is. And so I just definitely want to give credit to those two men of God. And of course, my experience, the word of God, all those things put together. This is what this message is about. So let's begin. My desire today is that, and for the rest of my life, is that every one of you, every person on this earth would encounter, they would encounter the Holy Spirit. My goal is to teach, to bring fresh revelation, to provoke, to go deeper, deeper, to examine our hearts with transparency, right? That we would be transparent, and most of all, that we would all have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Because there's one thing that I've come to see in my Christianity as a pastor, that we know who God the Father is, right? We know who Jesus is the son of God, the king, the one who died on the cross. But when it comes to the third person, come on, he's also God, the third person, the Holy Spirit. It's like sometimes he's just kind of left out and kicked to the side. I remember being in Bible college and my roommates and I, we made a pact and we said every night we're going to pray together. Every night we're going to join hands in a circle. We're going to pray and we're going to worship God. And so we would get in this circle, and I remember them crying out, Jesus, I love you. And I would say, Holy Spirit, I love you. And they were like, hmm? <laughs> Three and one, they're the same. They are the God. He is the third person. And today I want to teach today. I may preach a little because I may, huh? But I want to teach today. The person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Jesus made two statements. I'm going to the book of John 16, 7, and it says, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I going away, that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So Jesus makes a statement. It is necessary. It is important. It is good that I am going away because I'm sending another. I'm sending the advocate. I'm sending the one that's going to help you. I'm sending the one that's going to stand with you. John 16, 12 through 15 reads this. I have much more to say, more than you can know now bear. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, not some truth, all truth and he's the spirit of truth he will not speak on his own come on he's not going to speak on his own he will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you 
All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. They are working together. (laughs) Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a real person. Tell your neighbor, he's a real person. I'm going to tell you this morning what he's not, and then I'm going to declare to you who he is. Amen? So let me tell you what the Holy Spirit is not. He is not a white cloud. Come on, somebody. He's not a white cloud. He is not a mystical force. He's not tongues. He is not tongues. Tongues is an evidence that you've been baptized with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not tongues. He's not this white dove flying around the air. Oh, no, no, he's not that. He is not emotions. He is not a thought. He's not a sidekick. He's not the third. No, just the, you know, you know, the, the rest, you know, God the Father's good, God Jesus, but uh, no. He's not a thing. He is not a thing. We must understand his role as part of the Godhead. He is not a thing. He's not a second-class citizen or third-class citizen. They're one. They're all important. He does nothing without the Father. Everything, they're walking as, they're working as one. Let me tell you who he is. Who is the Holy Spirit? He is the third person of the Godhead. I'm laying a foundation for you. He is the spirit of holiness. His name describes his nature. He is holy. He is holy. His name describes his nature. There's a way we approach him. He's holy. He's holy. We don't just touch holy things any way we want. We don't just approach him any way we want. He's to be reverenced. He's to be honored for he is holy. Help us. He is the administrator of the kingdom of God. And Apostle Maldonado says this. I love this statement. He is the God on the earth in the now. He is the God on the earth in the now. See, Jesus said, I must go away, but I'm not going to leave you alone. It is good if Jesus said it is good for me to go away because the Holy Spirit's going to come and lead you and guide you and be with you and will not leave you alone. Why do we fear him? You see, I understand that as Pastor John and I have come to this house, that maybe you don't all have understanding of who he is and you may even say this church is getting turned upside down and I would say praise Jesus if it is the Lord if it is the Lord if it is biblical we say praise Jesus this is a foundation that God wants you to give you revelation you may say I know about the whole I've served God God can move any way he wants he doesn't need your permission he doesn't need my permission who are we He's the one. He's walking. He's working. He's leading. He's directing. But what we don't understand, we reject. What we don't understand, we fear. 
But I want to declare to you today that Jesus, that God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, a sound mind to open the word of God and say, teach me something new. See, because the Bible says, the Bible that we grow from glory to glory to glory to glory. So if we ever think that we've arrived, we missed it. We missed it. If we ever think that we can't learn something new and that God cannot do something new, we missed it. Y'all quiet. What are they doing to my church? Number one, it's not your church. It's not your church. It's not my church. It's his church. It's his church. We are his bride. The church is not a building. The church are the people of God. We are the church. We are the church. And God wants to do something fresh and new. Do you not perceive it? Do you not perceive it? The power and the presence of God, the Holy Spirit, wants to touch us in ways we've never experienced before. I'm talking about myself. Every time I come into the house of the Lord, what do you want to do in me? See, when you come into the house of the Lord with an attitude, just I'm just here to do my religious duty, preach the service, sing the songs, and go out, you're going to receive exactly what you came in. Nothing. Nothing. Your, your Christianity will be dry and dead. This is boring. Yeah, because you didn't expect nothing. <laughs> yeah, this is boring. Yeah, I'll sit in the back row. I ain't coming. To, nah, I'm going to watch. Okay, you keep watching. You keep watching. And you'll be hopefully, hopefully you'll get to David. Jesus, don't pass me by. God is doing something fresh in you. And you know what? What the attitude of the heart needs to be? God, open my heart. I've never seen these things. I've never experienced these things. But if it's you, I want it. Show me in the word. Show me in the word. We want to flap our gums like Pastor John may say and talk. But we're not going to the word of God for the Holy Spirit to reveal to us. Because he is the spirit of truth. And if you ask for truth, guess what? He will give it to you. Let me say one last thing before I move on. Let me just give you a memo here. <laughs> the truth is going to set you free. The truth. Not what Pastor Liz says. Oh, no, no, no. See, my words, they don't matter. Unless they're preaching through the word of God, right? The spirit of truth wants to reveal some things. And guess what? The truth is going to set you free. The Bible opens and closes with the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Do you think that's an accident? I don't believe so. I think everything in the word of God is very intentional and purposely. It's supposed to be there. And it's with great detail that God did this. Genesis 1-2 says, Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface 
of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. It opened <laughs> with the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Revelation twenty two seventeen says, and the spirit and the bride say, come. And let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty, come. Some people have been thirsty and been crying out. Guess what? You're coming and you're receiving. And let the one who wishes take the free gift of water of life. It opens and closes with the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. I want to talk to you about the personality because remember, he's not an it, he's a person. And if he's a person, just like you and I, we have personality. Pastor John says, I'm spicy. Praise God. <laughs> I take it. Soy boricua. Seguro que soy. Tengo un latina. Fuego. Hallelujah. Fuego. Miss Peoples. Fuego. Yeah. No apologies. Come on, have fun. Be live. I'm a drunk. That's some life. Life, life, life. There's joy. There's smiling. Smiles. Everybody smile. Jesus is on the throne. Jesus loves you. He has a personality. Come on. John 14, 15, and 16, those whole chapters, the Holy Spirit is called a, a paraclete by Jesus' meaning. He's the comforter. He stands by us. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. He's a leader. The Holy Spirit leads us. He's our advocate. Come on. He's an advocate. He's a guide. He guides us. He leads us. Come on. It's right up there if you're taking notes. Hallelujah. He guides us. He leads us. He's for us. He's a helper in our time of need. He always shows up if you call on his name. He always shows up. Remember, he's the God on the earth in the now. Yes, I say, Jesus, help me. But I say, Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, bring these things to remembrance. He's my helper. He's the intercessor. He's a counselor. He counsels us. He's with us. He's for us. He's our partner. He partners with us. Come on. I cannot be up here preaching the gospel without the Holy Spirit partnering me. I need him every day of my life. I don't take it for granted. When I wake up, Holy Spirit, I need you to be a kind person today. Come on. This flesh is nasty. We are nasty, the Bible says. Our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Don't believe your own press. Self-examination. Come on, be aware of who you are. I'm so gray. I'm so one. Are you really? Without the Holy Spirit, we smell and stink. We are wretched. Do you understand that it is him? He is the one. 
He's the one that gets the glory. He's the one who teaches, perfects, helps us to be kind, helps us to have self-control when this mouth wants to flap. He helps us. Yes, we can have the fruit of the Spirit and walk in the power of God and be kind people. But it is the work of the Holy Spirit within us that's doing it. We will not get the credit for that. It's him. We partner with him. And when we partner with him, wow, we are changed. We are transformed. And it is beautiful. And that's why people compliment us and say, wow, you're so kind. Wow, I see light coming from illuminating out of you. Lord, you're so giving. You're so, that's the work of the Holy Spirit inside of us. You know, and you could clap for, see, our clap for the Holy Spirit needs to be like this, right? But there's a clap for us because we have to be obedient children. So we get this clap. We get, you know, we can get the little clap. He gets the greater clap. We get a clap too, because guess what? We have to align ourselves and partner with him. So there's a part that we have to take in that. But he's the partner. He's the leader. He's guiding. He's our teacher. He's our teacher. He teaches us new things. I believe Harvest Church, he wants to teach us some new things. I'm including myself in that. He wants to teach me some new things. I'm having to learn what it is to be a pastor's wife. I've always been a pastor's wife. But I am learning a new role. I have not walked in 20 years of my life. I am learning. <sighs> I have co-pastored with my husband for 20 years. I'm on the, I preached all of last year. I am learning. We're learning new together. This is new. This is fresh. This is self-control. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. <laughs> I thank God my husband, he's so gracious and patient with me <laughs> no nah, y'all don't know what I'm talking I don't mind blowing myself up I mean, it's all good <laughs> I, I love it because it sets people free yeah. on Wednesday I shared my testimony with the young people my God I don't have time to tell you what God did in that place but it was absolutely glorious for the glory of the Lord because when you expose yourself and you don't try to be so perfect I'm so wonderful I look so when you that fake inauthentic you, you can't set people free with that see the truth the truth are, is going to set people free see they need to know the Elizabeth before salvation come on somebody to give them some hope to know that there's a Holy Spirit that can change you and and completely transform you and walk with you and lead you when you partner with him because he's our teacher he's a strength he's a strength in us and guess what he's our friend someone say he's my friend, he's, my friend. he's not just a he's my friend yeah I don't know how you see him but he's my friend I need him the Holy Spirit has qualities of a person he has qualities of a person and I'm going to give you the scripture references so you can look them up later and literally do that. I literally purposely put them there. I have them here, but it will take too much time to read. And I want to make room and time for him to move today. He has qualities of a person. He has a mind. Romans 8, 27. He has a will. 
1 Corinthians 12, 11. He has emotions. Romans 15, 30. He speaks to us. Acts 13, 2. And they're all up there. He bears witness and testifies. John 15, 26. Romans 8, 16. He instructs us. He instructs, the Holy Spirit instructs, Nehemiah 9, 20. These scriptures will give you exactly what I just said. The mind, the will, emotion speaks, witness and testifies, and he instructs scriptures in the word of God that literally say, these are some qualities of the person of the Holy Spirit. And this one's very important to me. The Holy Spirit has feelings. If you're a person, you're a human being, you have emotions and you have feelings. And because the Holy Spirit is a person and not a thing and not a dove and not a mystical thing and not a thought, he is the third person of the Godhead. Come on, he has feelings. He can be grieved. Ephesians 4.30, he can be grieved. I'm going to, uh, praise God, I'm just going to, we're going to go there. He can be grieved. I may read that scripture. Let's read it. Ephesians 4.30 says, And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So if they're giving us the instruction, do not grieve him. He can be grieved. He can be quenched. I'll stay in order. He can be insulted. Hebrews 10.29. The Holy Spirit can be insulted. He can be lied to. We see that Ananias and Phasaurus. Acts 5.13. He can be blaspheming. Matthew 12.31 and 32. He can be resisted. Mm, that's a little bit too much for me. Mm, nah. No, I don't know about all that. He can be resisted. You can resist him. Sometimes I remember being in house of prayer preaching and God tells me to do this off the wall thing. Holy Spirit's like, I want you to do this. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, the people are going to think I'm, I was like, who do you care about? The people or me? Which one? Pick it. Which one are you going to listen to? I say, God, you all the time, every day, every hour, I will always choose you. But I could resist him in those moments when I care more about what man thinks about me than what he thinks about me. I'm telling you this because I can do the absolute same thing. I can resist him as a leader because we care about the people opinion more than what his opinion is of me or of us as pastors and leaders. God help us not to resist the Holy Spirit. He can be vexed, Isaiah 63:10. He can be quenched. He's moving, he's going. Well, let's go on. Let's time to move on to the next thing. What did I just do to that fire? I took my water hose out and I just literally quenched the presence, the power, the person of the Holy Spirit. Not being sensitive to how he moves and what he wants to do. 
when he comes up here is like when I when we come up here as leaders and as pastors we have to have ears to hear what he's saying at youth group I had a sermon and Holy Spirit said during the worship you're not going to preach that sermon you're going to tell your testimony and then you will preach three points of that sermon do we have ears to hear are we listening to what he wants to do in our lives and in our families. Are we just going about our day and just like quenching him all day, every day? Go talk to that person. They need healing. Oh, I'm so scared. Oh, oh, oh. I don't want to do that. I don't know what to say. The Holy Spirit resides in you. There's power. There's authority. He's with you. He's partnering with you. When you don't know what to say, the Bible says he'll speak through you. But we... Hmm? We do our own thing. And we wonder why this Christianity, there's no adventure. He wants to use us powerfully. One of our greatest needs of the church today, Pastor Nelson, you can come up, please, is to understand and possess the person the and a relationship with the third person of the Godhead, the Trinity. God, the Holy Spirit. To know the person of the Holy Spirit, we must first receive the gift of salvation through the Son of Jesus. I know there's people in this room, this is your first time, and I just want to say, welcome to Harvest Church. I know Pastor Gary welcomed you, and you might have filled out an orange form and put it in the offering. Thank you for doing that. And it may be your first time here, and I just want to invite you. We talked about the Holy Spirit, but Jesus, there was one. <laughs> it's the Son of God who came on this earth over 2,000 years ago and gave his life up so that we can have eternal life with God. And maybe your mom has been preaching at you, or maybe you're a husband sitting next to your wife. Come on, I've been in these services many times, and you don't know God. You know God, but you don't know God. You're walking the way you want to walk. And I just want to love on you today. And I just want to tell you some truth because the truth will set you free. See, there's going to come a day where you and I, every person in this place, Jesus is coming back for his church. But there'll be a day where you and I will stand before the living God. And we will have to give an account for the way we lived on this earth. And God the Father provided a way for us to be able to have eternal life with him in heaven but there's some choices we have to make we don't just get to go in live our lives as crazy as we want do whatever our flesh wants resist the Holy Spirit resist the presence of God and do whatever we want and think that oh Jesus you just whatever you're okay with all that he's not okay with it there's a way he lives there's a way he's called us to live in the instruction book of the Word of God and it is the love of God that he wants because you know what when he tells us to live a certain way it's for our good it's not to remove and to give us rules and to and to take things away from us literally it, he gives life to us he gives life to us he doesn't steal from us he doesn't take away that's what the devil does to us he steals he kills he destroys he destroys families but God does the very opposite, for he is love. And over 2,000 years ago, he gave his precious gift 
Mothers are receiving gifts today, flowers, jewelry, clothing, shoes. But let me tell you, the gift of the Father that he gave over 2,000 years ago is no comparison. He gave his one and only son. The scripture says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Come on, who can, who can quote it with me? That God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, come on, but have eternal life. He gave the precious gift, his son. And I just want to say to you today, for those that are sitting here and you're not walking with Jesus, you've known about him, you've heard about him all your life maybe. Or maybe this is the first time you're hearing, but you're not walking with him. He wants you to come. He wants you to have relationship with you. Well, Pastor Elizabeth, you, is my life going to be like the best? No, it's not going to be the best. No, but there'll be a God who's going to walk with you through the good and the bad. Yeah. He will transform your life. Those things that drag you down and pull you down, those addictions sometimes that we have in our lives that we don't have control of, the Holy Spirit can work such a way in your life to set you free. I see tears. I see people wiping their eyes. God wants to do something special in your life today. But he's saying, well, you receive my son. It's the only way. It's the only way to have eternal life. And if there's anyone in this room on this beautiful Mother's Day that you want to give your life to Jesus, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Anyone, raise it nice and high. Never be ashamed. Is there anyone? Just close your eyes, everyone. This is a private, sacred moment. Is there anyone in this house today that wants to give their life to Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. The next is this. I've heard about the Holy Spirit. I've read some of the scriptures you said today, Pastor Liz. But I need more understanding. I want all that he has for me. Raise your hand if that's you today. I don't want to resist him. I want to walk with him. I want all that he has. Is there anyone? I see the hands. Thank you. Thank you. That should be literally everybody in this room. I want all that he has for me today. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want all that he has for me today. My prayer today as you leave on this beautiful Mother's Day is that the person of the Holy Spirit would make himself known to you like never before. He's with you. He's with you and he's for you. And he leads you and he guides you. If we can all stand, please. If you can stand. Let's just lift our hands to heaven. Just close your eyes and lift your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus thank you for the Holy Spirit we thank you for your presence in this room today 
we thank you that you're with us. We thank you for every situation, Father God, right now. Bring us peace to every situation. Comfort us right now in the name of Jesus. That as we're about to go celebrate and honor, maybe just go home, that we would remember the person of the Holy Spirit wants to come and invade us. Do you give him permission to come into your heart, to teach you something new, to show you who he is, to go deeper in your prayer closet, to go deeper in the things of God? Hallelujah. Father, as these hands are lifted up, Lord, I bless the people of God today. I pray that you would be with them. I pray, Lord, that you would protect them and watch over them, that no harm would come among them. And I bless the mothers in this room right now. I bless them, God. They are blessed. I thank you that today, Lord, they would be celebrated. They would be honored. They would be lifted up, God, that they would be able, God, just to be able to just love on their children, those that have children, those that have spiritual children, that it would just be a blessed day today, that there will be joy. Hallelujah. We thank you for being with us today. We thank you, God. We thank you for our loved ones that are beside us right now. We thank you for our children that are standing next to us right now. We thank you, Lord, for the children that are in heaven. Come on, somebody. <laughs> we thank you for those children, Lord. We thank you for all that you're doing in our midst. Let us be sensitive to you. Let us be sensitive to you. Let us not always be quick to move, but let us be quick to listen to what you want to do in our hearts, in our lives, at the workplace, in the market, at home, when we're quiet before you. Teach us, Holy Spirit. Bring us into a deeper place. Jesus powerful name and the church said amen a couple of things there's just a sweet presence of God if everybody just don't leave out of here for a minute there's a special gift we have for the women the mothers of the house amen there's mothers here on your way out you're gonna receive a gift amen this is it right here best mom ever nice cosmetic bag amen on behalf of Harvest Church, thank you, Pastor Christina, for picking out the gift, sweet gift. Who does not need a cosmetic bag? Amen. Thank you. I want to say this before we leave. You didn't raise your hand to receive Jesus, some of you here today. But I know, because the Holy Spirit speaks to me, that there should have been people at this altar. For whatever reason... You didn't come up. Maybe shame. Maybe you think you'll be embarrassed. Maybe you're just not ready. It's, it's okay. My prayer today as you drive home and when you get by yourself with the Lord, that you would make that commitment because we don't know the time or the hour that he's coming back. 
And my prayer is that not one of us in this room would be lost. That is my prayer. Before we leave, I'm watching the time. I got two minutes. Tell your neighbor, she's got two minutes. I'm going to let you out on time today. Can you just gather with your family? If your family's here, if your mom, can you just get circle up in your row? Can you just for two minutes, just can you just say a prayer over the mom? Whether it's the child, can we just hug up in church right now? Be, just stand. Amen. If you're a mom, your people are not here, raise your hand. I'll come pray with you. Amen. See, there's a mom right here that needs prayer. Come join us. Can you just pray over? Mr. Doug, can you pray over? Yeah. Can we pray over this mom right here? Amen. Can we just, you got one minute, a one minute prayer. Just bless them, love on them. Come on, husbands. Come on, husbands. Speak a blessing over your wife, children. Pray over your mom. Hallelujah. Come, mom, come. Is there anyone else? Father, we just bless every mother in this place, every mom in this place, Father God. We pray for your grace and your blessings to rest upon them, Lord God. We thank you for what you're doing, just this beautiful moment, Lord God. We thank you for the gifts and the meals and all the things that will come. But God, the blessing, the blessing, the blessing. Esau and Jacob understood the power of the blessing. And God, we bless these mothers today and we thank you for them. And we just declare the favor of God to rest upon them that they would not just have a beautiful Mother's Day, but this year would be the year of the Lord's favor over the mothers. We bless them and we thank you for them. God, as we officially dismiss this service, God, we just thank you for your sweet presence in this room. And we thank you for what you're doing at Harvest Church and Elk Grove, Lord God, and in this region of Sacramento and Northern California. I bless everyone as they go. Let the hand of God rest upon them and your goodness and mercy follow them all the days of their lives. In your son, Jesus Christ, holy name we pray. And everyone said, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast. We pray that today's message has touched your heart and encouraged your spirit. We believe that the Word of God has the power to transform our lives and inspire us to be better versions of ourselves. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with your friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more inspirational messages. Until next time, may the good Lord bless you. And we look forward to seeing you at one of our weekend services and sharing with you once again next week.